and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. You guys, we're back, and we are back this week with some old friends, a group that we did their album. We just said, hey, pick these guys out of our new metal hat, said let's do them on the show, and then I don't want to even say days later, hours later, reunited. Pow. The power of the coach. That's right. That's right. So we are back with Chimera and their second album, The Impossibility of Reason. It was recently on the Kerrang! list of the 21 best new metal albums, and it was one of the ones on the list that we had never considered. So we said, hey, let's check this shit out. It's let's, about time. Let's we consider, consider it. it. Yeah. Look at us. We should just let's just let's just consider it. Why don't just consider it? I'd consider <laughs> I like, it. I like this. Sounds like people shopping for a loft. Yeah. <laughs> let's just consider let's it. Let's just consider a loft. I mean, it's open space. We can consider it. We don't have to marry it. We can just consider right? it. Exactly. Uh, but before we consider it, we've got to co- talk about a couple things. The first, we have to talk about a new segment. Who's saying nice things? Who's saying nice things? Who is? I got to tell you, buddy, I'm holding the hot off the presses five-star review here on Facebook, Ooh. a place that you can review, um, from Jeffrey Thomas, and it's super nice, and here's the review. Back in the day, I watched the commercials for Disco Fever in totally 80s and wondered if people in the future would see ads selling the music I had in my super fresh 200 CD wallet. Uh, come on, guys. How many pe- How many of us had that in our car? The first thing I thought of when it said CD wallet was that he had a wallet shaped like a CD, and it took me till later to realize, <laughs> to remember what a CD wallet is. Wow. Well, his had fresh stickers from Spencer's on the outside. He's sipping on his fruitopia of strawberry passion awareness, and he laughed that this would never be the case. His chunky, scratchy riffs were written for the ages, dude. Not some laughable passing fad to be sold for nostalgia bucks. Well, I was right. No one made commercial for new. No one made a commercial for new metal. They just forgot about it entirely. At least that's what I thought until I discovered this gem of a podcast. It's like I've got that 15-pound CD wallet back, and I'm flipping through it with the friends I never knew I had. Now you don't always agree with your friends. But I'll guarantee you'll learn something new about the albums you thought you knew inside out and backwards, and all the way through to the secret song. There are some things we've lost for good, but thanks to Roach Coach, new metal doesn't have to be one of them. Hit the bass boost button on your Walkman and jam along with Lauren, Jenny, and Matt for as long as those AA batteries last. Ace review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is wonderful. You know what? To keep the good vibes going, you guys, there are a lot of things that we like to do to just get those good vibes out, to connect with the Roach Riders and Indigo Angels. And one way that we love to do that is by doing a live show, baby. It's a live show. Who's alive? We are. That's right. We are. We are. <laughs> That's right. Roach Coach. <laughs> we got to stay alive. Do We're staying show. alive. And uh, we have a live show at the very beginning of 2019, Roach Coach Live at Snow Day 2019 at uh, Go Comedy Improv Theater, January 20th, noon. We're going to be doing a full up, you guys. 
Like they're giving us the time. So we're committing the crime of a full app. (laughs) We're going to have a new metal brunch. That's right. By which I mean, Mm -hmm. I'll probably be drinking a mimosa. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Fancy. Very fancy. So we will be uh, up there. We'll be part of the uh, the snow day uh, twenty. What is it? Twenty six hour improv marathon. Is that what Looks they like keep? They keep adding hours every year. It used to be twenty four. Yeah, it's long. Yeah. It's a long so, time. Um, so we'll be a part a lot of, of that. Suggestions will be gotten. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh man, and uh, and uh, not only that, but in a rare moment of just everything coming together, we already know what album we're doing. Matt and us. What album are we doing? We're doing the second Taproot album. That's right. Taproot, welcome. We felt it was time to go back to the boys in Taproot. What better time, what better place than a live show at Go Comedy, January 20th at noon. And not only that, Matt and us. Guys, hold on to yourself. Okay. (laughs) Recently, my good friend... An old employer of the record store that I used to work at put up a couple eBay things. And I was like, are these your listings? And he goes, oh, yeah. I go, take them down, baby. I'm coming over to your house to play. And play I did. I have a signed album flat from Taproot. Woo! Woo! You know Snow Days for Charity if we haven't mentioned it yet. So to entice you to come to this show at noon on a Sunday, we're giving away a Taproot album flat to one lucky participant. But you have to be there in person yeah, or no Taproot. Now look, if you thought I'm not going to be able to get a ticket to the Detroit Improv Festival performance <laughs> late afternoon... <laughs> You know, maybe this one will make you feel less panicked. It's noon on a Sunday. Yeah. Hang out with your friends. Have a little mimosa. You know, Get have the, some mm-hmm. breakfast potatoes. Get the mimosa right. Yeah. Here's your morning routine. Okay. Wake up 10 a.m. Rock it down to the Ferndale area. Have somebody wait in line for you at any of the fine establishes, establishments. Mm-hmm. Rockin' Eggs Benedict. Oh, yeah. Get that in your system. Show up. Go comedy. Noon. Mimosa ready. Don't pregame too hard. It's Sunday morning. Then get your taproot on. Win an album flat. Celebrate with Roach Coach. Have the best Sunday you've had in a long time. That's right. Rest of the day. Whatever. It's shot. It's done. <laughs> Rest of the day, fucking sit back because you killed it this morning, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. So uh, we'll uh, uh, tickets for that will be going on sale soon. Um, we hope to see you all there, and uh, we'll certainly be talking about this uh, much more. But um, now you know another live show coming. Live show. And and you know what? Speaking of live events, I mentioned recently that I was going to be going to a show. So it's, um, you know, we've done these before, but we have a new name for it. It's called Report from the Pit. From the Pit. I'm in the pit. So I. <laughs> help, help me, I'm in the pit. Help me. I'm getting, uh, I'm suffocating. <laughs> I'm full of death. 
Uh, so I went to see uh, POD with Nonpoint and Islander uh, about a week ago over at the Tiger Room in Louisville, Kentucky. I was the guest of one Joshua Toomey of the Talk To Me podcast and his son, Blake, who is 13 and is a lot of fun. He's a fun guy. Um, he's uh, letting me know what's cool and hip, which ain't me, let me tell you. And uh, can you drop? Can you sprinkle a little? Yeah, help us just out. Just a little. Okay, so I realized I didn't know what Fortnite was. Oh, you've been sleeping on the night. I t- I don't know anything about any video games anymore. And he was explaining it to me, and I was saying things like, "Oh, so it's like, is it like Doom?" And he's like, no. "Like what?" And I was like, "Like a first-person shooter." And he's like, "No, it's like a third-person shooter." I mean, he was nice about it. Third he was person very over pa- the shoulder. Yeah, he was he was very what? patient with me. And at one point I said, "Is it like Tomb Raider?" And he was like, "No." And I was like, "Okay." And but he was very nice. He's very nice. Also, um 13-year-olds break into dance? Yes. All of a sudden, and they're really good dancers? I I I, I was blown away. I just yeah, he's yeah, it was really weird. There was no music playing and he would just do like this dance move and then I was like, "What's this?" And then Josh would be like, "Oh, it's a move from Fortnite." And I'm like, "They dance in Fortnite?" Yes. Okay, I'm I'm in too deep. I don't know what to say. And then he was telling me there's a lawsuit against Fortnite. Anyway, this isn't a report from yes. Fortnite. All I know is that I, the more I learned <laughs> about Fortnite, Fortnite. Our the new podcast. I learned, right, yeah. The more I learned about it, the more confused I was. So, um, but he was uh, very cool. Uh, he uh, he was really into Islander, and he got it. He basically just hung out by their merch area because they were just doing a meet and greet there. And um, eventually, I had to take a picture of him with the whole band because um, he was very excited about them. Um, but uh, yeah, we got there. Uh, Islander went on right at eight o'clock. Um, interesting setup. No bassist, just a guy on sort of like a keyboard with a guitarist and a drummer and lead singer. At first, they sounded, I will not lie, kind of bad. Then they kind of tightened up a little bit. By the end, they were not bad. They were pretty good. Um, Nonpoint came out, and you guys, Nonpoint fucking crushed. They crushed so fucking hard. Those little froggy boys know how to get it done. Do you remember that woman in their comments on song meanings who would just name every member of the band and she'd say things like Elias, Elias, Elias. Yes. 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 <laughs> well, you guys, I got to see Elias in person. First of all, dreads practically to the floor, whipping around. And let me tell you, I get it. He's a showman. You know who else is a showman? Their guitarist, BC. Who's BC? Oh, he's used to be the guitarist in Switched. And at oh. one point, Toomey, he came into the audience and he was playing in the pit guitar. It was killer. Toomey turns to me and he goes, you going to tell him Switched didn't get into the canon? I was like, God, no. He's working. I'm not going to bring that up now. <laughs> Why would I mention that? So, no, I got this podcast. Um, we <laughs> talk about great new metal stuff. You're no, you you're not in it. <laughs> we wouldn't we don't consider you great new metal. We're sorry. But here's here's all of our specific feedback about this thing you did 20 years ago. <laughs> it's really pointed. And so he um yeah, but they were killer. They did a really good job. Audience was I don't remember what we call non-point fans, pointies. Um, sure. I don't remember, but they were in full effect. And uh, Josh had told me, um, so Josh interviewed Rob Rivera, their drummer, 
uh, right before the show, and it turned out that we were guests of Rob. So uh, Josh introduced me to Rob Rivera, who is, by my approximation, is about seven feet tall. He's a giant <laughs> man. He's huge. And he was wearing a, a, a really sick machine head hoodie, and he was very nice. Um, apparently, Josh had sent him one of our episodes that we did on Nonpoint, I believe the first one, and apparently he turned it off about halfway through and said that we did not know what we were talking about, which Good. is fair. Yeah. Sure. And um, But Josh did mention to him that we were hoping, and especially I was hoping, that they would do Orgulo. And uh, when I got to meet Rob, he told me that uh, Orgulo, he agrees, is a killer track. That only gets played at headlining shows, not support shows. Um, that makes sense. Huh. So. So was yeah. he kind of a dick or no, is that just was, like what I'm taking from your story? <laughs> no, no, no. He was very nice. Okay, he was very good. nice to me. No, no. Cause, uh, cause he came up to me and he goes, did you like the show? What did you think? And I said, Oh, I thought you guys like really crushed it. And he said, thanks a lot. And then he was like, Oh, you know, and I, he's like, I heard you wanted us to do our I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, we only do that at headlining sets. But you know, I said, these guys are really into you. He goes, yeah, this was a real hot crowd. But then they also said that basically this whole tour has been nothing but hot crowds. And then I saw pictures from the show they did in New York this past weekend and uh in which head from corn came to it and did a did a he played a song with the islander actually and that audience looked like they were just like fucking bananas um so yeah so non-point was you know amazing pod comes out they did it the boys did it it was hit after hit after hit they did boom second what they did boom second that's how fucking confident they were And not only that, they start playing the riff, audience starts freaking out, as they should. They milk the riff. They milk the riff. And people are just like, amp. And I'm like, what are they doing to this pit? I've amplified two songs in, activated the motherfucking pit. And uh, yeah, and they went for it. Uh, They closed, they actually closed with a new song, but before that, they played Southtown and Alive. But they played. They played "Set It Off" off of Satellite. They played uh, "The Messenger." They played. They played "Rock the Party." That got a big uh, reaction. Um, a lot of the new stuff they played worked too. And it made me think as I watched them. It made me think of. Um, I believe it was Gabriel, who would tell us about times that he had seen other bands open for Pod and blow them off the stage. And let me tell you, after that non-point set, I said, "Ooh." a little nervous that nine points that was real good but bod man let me tell you rock and roll professionals they were tight they were real good real real good um so yeah so all, all in all a spectacular show killer tour if you are in a town that they have not played yet pod nine point islander get out there get in that pit oh there was also there was a fight during the POD set, Ooh. the security was on it. This guy was getting out of hand, and they were like, time to go, bro. And he was out of there. Super fast. Very efficient over there at the Tiger Room, which is attached to a strip club called Trixie's. I think they should flip the names. But that's just me. Uh, what do I okay. know? All right. Uh, so that is the report from the pit. Report from the pit. Yes. And and. <laughs> and uh chum, chum. you know what 
you know what? We're gonna we're just gonna move it right along and talk about the album of the week, Chimera, and the impossibility of reason. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on May thirteenth, two thousand three. Whoa, come down record. That is the come down. It is a come down record. Uh Jenny, any history with um General history with Chimera, history with impossibility or reason. Uh, I've been aware of this band. I always thought of them as like a metalcore band. Um, always was, I think, pretty much unfairly like shitty about this band. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, fucking metalcore is not real metal. I had no reason or standing to feel that way, but I did because I thought I was like cool and I listened to like a couple death records. So I was like, oh, I'm into real metal. Um, and I, I was just, you know, a sack of shit, a little bit about stuff like this. Uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest, uh, I remember seeing this specific album in the used bin. Um, I don't have any history with this record. Yeah. I just remember seeing it in the used bin and thinking, I mean, it's, I, the cover I still think is not great. Um, but yeah, I was just like, uh, oh, fucking posers, like whatever. Like I've. I can't make any music at all. And I was like, these fucking metal composers. Uh, like really cool. Me <laughs> really cool. Uh, so that's my history. My history is that of me being a sack of shit. <laughs> Lauren, what's your history with Chimera? Um, I'm just going to come out real quick and say, not a sack of shit on this band. Uh, Cause I was just not aware of them. Um, mm. I, you know, this was, they were a new discovery when we did their uh, first album and so this one uh, basically just was like, oh, more records. I, I mean, the one thing I knew about this was that there was some debate on how new metal this record is. Some people feel that their previous record passed out of existence. That's the new metal record. And then they abandon it. And then some people are like, no, it's not. Kerrang being one of them. But yeah, that's it. Matt Nas, history with Chimera and Impossibility of Reason. Long time listeners will know. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Um, Jenny, who's yeah. in Chimera? Oh, and this album. Now, Chimera, you will. This is one of the. Th- I mean, they are a metalcore band. Okay. So, like, I'm just going to say that. But they have, as covers and secret tracks are to new metal, completely changing the lineup of your, your band. Every single album is to mm-hmm. metalcore. So, uh, in this uh, particular configuration of the band, we have Mark Hunter on vocals and guitar. And I want to say he's the only consistent member of this band that throughout their history. Um, Rob Arnold on lead guitar. Andals Herrick on drums. Matt DeVries, or DeVries, you let me know, Matt, on rhythm guitar. Uh, Chris Bacuza on electronics, keyboard, and backing vocals. And Jim LaMarca on bass guitar. All right. Um, in the liner notes, um, a rare moment of a joke. You don't realize it's a joke until you get to the end of the liner notes. They have a picture of every single member of the band looking intense. I don't know if they're looking necessarily new metal, but they look intense. You notice that everybody, it says lead vocals, lead guitar, lead rhythm of guitar, lead bass, lead electronics, lead drums. And you're like, oh, that's a joke. Didn't expect to find any jokes in this liner notes. This album cover appears to be the Chimera logo in blood. Yep, that's correct. Uh, And I still think it's pretty dorky, but I do like that they give you the shot of each member of the band. It's like a 
it's a it's a cross between like a mug shot and a, and a yearbook photo but you get their name and whatever they do underneath it and i appreciate that i don't have to yeah. guess i don't have to guess who's who this is true thanks for i that. uh I looked up the music videos for um, the three songs. They did three music videos, and they're all basically performance videos. Um, tremendous dread work from Mark uh, in those videos. Who do we have on production here? Oh, on production, we've got Ben Sheagle. Oh, Benny boy. He's from the band's hometown of... Wait, no. Is he in Switched? Oh, shit. He's in Switched. Well, there we go. Back to Switched. Another wow. opportunity for us to tell him we didn't make it in the canon. <laughs> How beautiful. Oh, uh, down. Yeah. And so Switched is from Cleveland, right? Yes. Right. Switched yes. from Cleveland. Chimera, also from Cleveland. Wait, where's um, where's our boys, uh, My Ticket Home? They're from Ohio. Are they from Cleveland Columbus. or Columbus? Columbus. Okay. I like that. <laughs> it was like I was yelling at a trivial pursuit. Columbus. Two points for Team Gryffindor on your new metal trivia. <laughs> what if new metal trivia? Oh, uh, man. I might actually be able to score a point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, genre tags. Let's talk about these genre tags, Jenny. Yeah. What do we got here? We got groove metal, metalcore, and new metal. That's the last one. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. So we'll see. We'll see how much new metal we're getting into here. All uh, right. Um, I will mention this was a big thrift. Got it from the declutter store for AKA. a suite, aka Eastox underscore USA. Sweet, four dollars and seventy cents. Nice, love a good four seventy. Mm-hmm. Uh, four seventy, bro. It's legal now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, was it was it water stained when you got it? No, this is a, a pristine copy. It appeared to have never been played. Oh. It was uh, beautiful. Excellent. 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 Well, let's listen to the record. Um, the first. <laughs> Freddie, uh, when'd you get here? Uh, I'm fine. Just had a bad day. That's all. No big deal. Oh. Everything's fine. Wow, the first song is called. Oh, Franny, uh, my, my Midwest mom. Yeah. She's real. She's a real put upon lady. Uh, all right. The first track on this record is called uh, Cleansation. That's a real eye roll of a song title. I agree. Oh, that's a. It's been activated. Oh, we're fucking going. Oh my god. Chimera did not come here to play. Not yet, at least. 
Jenny. Maybe we'll play later. But shots not fired. Shots yeah. fired. <laughs> Jenny, no, don't show your hand so soon. Uh, uh, Jenny, thoughts on Clinsation? I like the song a lot. Um, I definitely. I was. I guess the first couple times I listened to it, I thought it wasn't new metal. But now that I listened to that opening, like it's just musically. Uh, I don't know. This is a pretty new metal song. Uh, the verses are very new metal. It's just interesting because you can definitely see it going a lot more into like the metalcore vein. But this is still very new metal. Um, either way, I like this song. Um, that's it. I don't. I don't have any. More that profound was great. thoughts on that this. was great that's yeah. all i have lauren <laughs> what'd you think um you know what these are some nice post iowa slipknot type of sounds they're doing uh the riff is nice i definitely had that same thought the first two times where i was like this is more metal than new metal but then when i got into these lyrics i got into these verses got into these songmeanings.com comments i'm like oh this is pretty fucking new metal um i mean this is a hot open, and I, I would say a real nice kick in the chest. Not a kick in the chest, a nice kick in the chest. Like, yes, you have my attention, Chimera. Matt Nas. I've been waiting for this for a while, man. We haven't heard this. We haven't heard this in a while. Mm-hmm. This did, it hit me like, a, I mean, obviously they're later, but it hit me like my ticket home. I was like, Ooh. whoa, what's going on here? Now, I wouldn't normally not associate a double kick drum with with new metal. Normally. I mean, I think Iowa has some. I'm not saying that it's never done. but So there is tinges of, of other things going on there. But so, so excited. Got that pit activated right away. Mm-hmm. Breath of and- fresh air. Uh, uh most everybody seems to be in agreement that it is about overbearing parents which uh, that right away is a pretty big new metal tip off um, oh yeah my favorite comment is from martial artist 91 who said I kind of see it as a breakup with a girl that has been trying to control him I see this because I'm in the same exact situation here it is truth Live your Live your truth, martial artist 91. Jenny, did you have any favorite comments from this one? Um, I had, maybe it's not a favorite comment as much as a favorite songmeanings.com name. Oh, okay. Uh, and that is 916-915-7017, which I believe is just somebody's phone number. Sounds like it. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I wanted to call it. I did not call it. And it turns uh, out it's Mike Jones's phone number. <laughs> yeah. Have Mitch call it. Yeah. It's probably maybe it's Mitch's phone number. Oh man. I haven't looked at it since I put it in my phone all those years ago. Mm. Uh <laughs> all right. Well, we're off to a pretty good start here. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Uh up next, we've got the impossibility of reason. <laughs> Die! 
I would. Oh yeah, it's like is yeah. It's activated. Yeah, that that place is going crazy. I think we can all agree that that was certainly aggressive. <laughs> it sure was, Lauren. Certainly was aggressive. Oh, man. The drums. The drummer on this album, I think I wrote it later on in another song. The drummer on this album is a beast. He's a beast. He should live he in a castle. He looks like a murderer. Let's see. Let me, let me pull in. He look looks at like picture. a murderer? Yes, he does. Andal, Andal's, whose name is Herrick. Andal's Herrick. Yeah, he's definitely killed somebody. Oh, man. this is That is the face you see right before the plastic bag goes over your face. Absolutely. Matt, look at this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. No, he burned down that church with those people in it. Yeah. <laughs> look, no offense, Andal's. <laughs> you just look like someone who would kill me. What are you going to do? This is a great <laughs> song. I do think, though, that this was much more much more on the metalcore yes. side. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I didn't get a lot of new metal here. Mm-mm. And at 240, it has a guitar solo that I could only define as very Cantrell, <laughs> as in Jerry Cantrell. <laughs> yeah, the, the only comment... Jerry Cantrell is now your... your- <laughs> Jerry Cantrell focus podcast. Yeah. Oh, very Cantrell. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, tune in. Tune in next week. We're talking about Buggy Depot. <laughs> Again. Again. Oh, Every God. week. We're 300 episodes in on Buggy Depot. We'll get to Degradation Trip. Don't you worry. We're going to talk about every Jerry Cantrell solo record, but we're still working on Buggy Depot over here on Very Cantrell. Oh, no. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> 10 seconds at a time of jerry cantrell records every episode just ends with you going jerry thank you <laughs> well that's very cantrell cantrell <laughs> uh the only comment on songmeanings.com for this uh is from zen magic master and it just says amazing guitaring and then a little more but amazing guitaring i liked mm-hmm. I liked a lot. Uh, all right. Up next, we have. Hold on. <laughs> Pictures in the gold <laughs> room. <laughs> Circle pit. Oh, we got a circle pit. Matt, please go to two oh five. Two oh five he asks, two oh five he gets. I knew here it comes. I got Alice in Chains 
so hard to this song. I was like, what? No! Welcome to a surprise episode of Very Cantrell. Boy, they don't Allison chains me, bro. Uh. Wow, I didn't know that rooster was right in the middle of this motherfucker. Let me tell you, first listen. You know, I'm listening to this record. It's going along fine. I get that that very Cantrell guitar and the title track, and this song's going along, and all of a sudden, it's an Alice in Chains drop. And I cackled. I cackled like a, like a witch. Like a <laughs> witch on a broom. I cackled because I could just see you, Jenny, going, why'd you Alice in Chains me, Chimera? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I just went, God damn it, I just got Alice in Chains. <laughs> this song was going great for me. Mm-hmm. And then this happened. I was like, what the fuck were you thinking with that? That was really... I, That's a left hook out of nowhere. It was rude to me. <laughs> I mean, I... It kind of hurt my feelings. It's just so... And it's not like, I mean, I know that we fast forwarded to it, but it's not really like in the song itself. It still comes out of nowhere. It's a little like sicko mode in this beat switch. It's a little crazy. Yeah, it's out of nowhere. Um, Songmeanings.com. Commenter, Creeping Death 86. Excellent band. Excellent song. Excellent album. This song is about the movie slash novel The Shining. No need for debate. And then So Corny rolled in. I'm sorry, that was comment was from January 10th, 2005. So Corny rolled in on September 30th, 2016 and said, you can definitely see the linkages to The Shining. Thanks for the heads up. Although there is still room for discussion about how we interpret the song and what message the song is trying to tell us. Debate, floor, still, open. Wow. All right, well, we'll have to see. If anybody wants to get in there and fire up that debate, it's waiting. It's been it's been reopened. It was closed for eleven years. It has been reopened. The floor is open. All right. Up next, we've got Power Trip. Oh, all right. Get activated again. fuck your Your power power trip trip. oh 12 year old me just went yes fuck your power trip and just like that chimera went over to the volume knob turned it past 10 turned it past 11 to new metal a f 
Jenny? I don't know if I think this song is very new metal. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I okay. don't know because I was going to ask. I was like, there are part. There is a chug. Yep. Which is, by definition, new metal y. Mm hmm. But then there's other things in it that don't feel so new metal y. <laughs> oh boy. A hundred some odd episodes, and I'm still like at a loss for adjectives. You know what? It's a it's a it's a evolving vernacular. Jenny. I please. guess like the, the content of the song to me is very new metal, but the pace and the heaviness of the song take me to more just straight up like metal metalcore land. Hmm. Okay. Cause like to me, I don't know, I guess like there are definitely a lot of exceptions to this, but in general, when I think of like a new metal song, I don't think of something that is, I don't know. I just don't think of something like this song. The song is just like way heavier, way faster than what I think of usually. Okay. Okay. All right. I think, I think I heard the chug and that immediately sends my new metal antenna up. And then that chorus I will not fail again. I will not let you win. Fuck your power trip. I can definitely see that. I, I'm not like, I don't think that this is like definitely not new metal. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't so sure. Because that was the thing after a while that I started to look for in these songs. So it's like, okay, I like this record. and Except for like when I get Alice in Chains, like I'd prefer yeah. that not to happen. But like, do I like this? Yes. Is it new metal? Well, I don't know. Oh, boy, guys. Songmeetings.com. Most people agree that it is an anti-racism song, but some people think that it is a pro-racism song. But rest assured, it is not a pro-racism song. It is an anti-racism song. Um, Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. We got that all wrapped up. All wrapped up in a bow. Wash off your hands, and here we go into Down Again. Go somewhere. Oh, it's coming. Give it one second. It's taking your time. This is new metal. Oh yeah. It's appalling to think that all my time 
Allison Chains to me again, bro. Yeah, this but song you is... took me to it took it to New Metalsburg. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot going on in this album. There is a lot going on. Lauren, what do you think of this song? You look really happy right now. I fucking love this song. <laughs> For start, you get this somber piano, which immediately I get worried because after you do as many Mushroom Head albums as we've done, which is two, you hear this freaking somber piano, you get fucking worried. But it rolls in to this, what I wrote, a feeling at guitar. I just imagined the guitarist <laughs> playing this guitar, and there's like a wind hey, bro, machine. I'm playing this guitar, but I'm feeling it. Yeah, his oh, eyes yeah. are closed. Eyes are closed, dreads oh, blowing in the back. wind. Mm-hmm. That head tilt back. And then they drop right into New Metal Town. And then I wrote, I'm just going to read from my notes on this one. This chorus, yes, please, and thank you. I love it. I love it. It's firmly New Metal. It's like, right, it's it's funny is that it's the whole thing was like, oh, we're trying to get away from New Metal. It's like skirt around it, bits and pieces of these first four or five songs, and then right into down again. Boom. And the very funny thing, first single, this song. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So um, I loved it. I said, this song presses all my pleasure centers. <laughs> Love it. They do mix in other styles, though, beyond the new metal. Like, I hear a second guitar there playing runs that are not necessary. The chug is there. But mm-hmm. then there is, like, the... I would... <sighs> The chug would generally, in my mind, be handled by the rhythm guitarist and not the lead guitarist. So I imagine the uh, the lead guitarist is doing those runs. But those runs remind me of a more, and this is my metal ignorance straight up, I would think that that would be more of a technical metal core style in my head. I don't know if that's even close to right, so I will own not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about right now. But like when I hear... Let's see if I can. Not this, because this is just prepping. He's just feeling it. So that's new metal. AF. That guitar, that second one. Oh, I hear it. I don't know that that gave me that gave me Slipknot vibes. I feel like that's a Slipknot move. Okay. You know? I can be um, wrong all day. So, I mean, the thing is, the vocal also because he's doing he's doing a creepy boy, you know, Jonathan Davis thing there too. Like you know, crouch down, you know, he's not screaming. He's he's doing like a yeah a creepy boy. I think that's what we've called it before in the past. Um, not to be confused with the mumbly boy, because we can understand what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Or those slow boys, or a slow boy, or a smooth boy. Um. So Jenny, though your general thought on this though was, you oh, liked I hated it. it. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, I I fucking hated this song. <laughs> I absolutely hated this song. <laughs> and I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I knew though. I felt actually. I first I had several bad feelings listening to the song. The first was how much I hated hearing this song. The second was feeling bad because I knew you were gonna love this song. And I knew I was going to be like, I fucking hate this song and feel like I, I rained on your parade once again. Um, so I feel like there's just more down again for you. How's that? 
Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I want to talk briefly about songmeanings.com. Nearly every comment is gold. Everyone agrees that the person that this song is about is down. And um, commenter Green One had this to say. Yeah, the intro is fucking awesome, bitches. Tee hee hee. Definitely about depression and feeling there's no way out. Um, a lot of going, you know, just the tee hee hee right into the depression part. Let me know that um, everyone's working through things on their own, their own way, their own wavelength. Let's keep it going. All right. Up next is pure hatred. <laughs> song fucking rules the boys <laughs> done it again they done it again uh, uh yeah jenny thoughts no. on pure hatred it's a this song i mean it's a it's a fuck you song that's, mm. that's very new metal in itself <laughs> uh so you know i did enjoy it um a big relief to hear this after that last song didn't get alice in chains in here appreciated that i was very on edge listening to this record as anybody who (laughs) listened to the show might imagine i never knew when a chains boy is going to jump out at me but uh we made it through this one okay uh lauren what do you think uh i love it um i think it fucking rules uh it feels new metal as fuck um i wrote down all my favorite lines motherfuck it all i hate everyone you fucked it up with your motherfucking games um perfect f word usage on this song um it's just how it's done um if you are in the metal scene and you're looking at your lyrics and you're thinking you know what i want to add some profanity but i'm not sure how to do it and make it feel natural listen to pure hatred to hear the master at work well done mark matt nas it's pure art baby Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> I thought that was it. <laughs> it's pure art, baby. Done. <laughs> I'll be done. I, don't have to... I do want to point out one comment on songmeanings.com. Oh, it's a gold mine. It's a yeah. treasure trove. Uh, commenter Pure Hate says, Mark was pissed at somebody when he wrote this song. This song has the best chorus of any song ever made. Bold statement. This song is their best song. 
Whoa. Yeah. Whew. The best chorus out of any song ever written. Ever made. You and the Beatles. Uh, yeah. Take that, hey Jude. Yeah, sorry. Jackson Brown, <laughs> nice try. Leonard Cohen, get, I don't think so. Get the fuck out of here. Have you heard <laughs> Pure Hatred by Camera? Uh, Rolling Stones, keep on rolling. You're no Pure Hatred. I did not point out Quiff Porn does show up in these comments. Quiff Porn! Oh, yes. The lyrics submitted by Quiff Porn. Mm, oh, I didn't catch that. Wow. Okay. Um, Quiff Porn said, pretty self-explanatory, this one. I love it when they play this live and Mark gets the crowd to shout the chorus back at him. I hate everyone. Fucking awesome. You're damn right, Quiff Porn. And, um, and uh, Sepultura 1987. Uh, there so this is. this song reminds me of some douchebag and his little group of cocksucking idiots that I know. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. Oh boy. You uh, cocksucking idiots. Wow. What an uh, insult. What an wow. insult. Wow, wow, wow. Well, let's just keep this little chimera train rolling right mm-hmm. into the next song. It's called yes. the dehumanizing process. All right, this album has now reached implied pit. <laughs> it wow. Is pit is implied. While that was happening, Lauren, I, I, I had a question for you. Yeah. If there is strata to new metal, meaning like there's if the center of the sandwich is limp biscuit corn, right? Whereas okay. like undeniable, either side you go, you know that that's limp biscuit mm-hmm. and, and, and corn, that's new metal. Mm-hmm. When you hear a band like this, I push them towards the edge where they're still there in it, but like they they're doing a lot of other things that aren't particularly new metal to me, but they're still there. And I know I'm doing a bit of canon talk here, but like sure, sure. But it's just hitting me right now where it's like these guys are on the edge, like they're gonna hop over to something else probably in their next record. Oh, they definitely do. They are totally. I went because I this record got me real hyped, so I went and checked out the record they did after this one, which was self-titled. And uh, I listened to the first song, and I was like, "Up, oh, up, nope, all right." They uh, are not new metal at all anymore, and I am out. But I know what you mean. I mean, I would say if Limp Bizkit Corn are considered the meat of the sandwich, 
these guys would be a condiment touching the meat, be it a tomato or lettuce, not quite bread. Hmm. Jenny, what do you stand? I feel like there's something that can be on a sandwich, but maybe you wouldn't necessarily think to put it on a sandwich. Right. It doesn't have to go on every sandwich. Yeah. Like bread has to be there. Yeah. Some kind of filling has to be there. Maybe it's like, I don't know, hummus. A spicy pickle? A spicy pickle, hummus, things that are great on a sandwich, but... Not every sandwich. Not every sandwich. Like a specialty sandwich shop would be like, welcome to Jay's. We put spicy pickles on ours. Exactly. This is a specialty sandwich of a record. There we go. (laughs) These are the analogies you pay for. This is the type of thing that would like launch, for example, uh, where I work, once every four or five months... uh, a debate ignites over what constitutes a sandwich and it goes on for hours and like productivity just like tanks. Mm -hmm. This seems like the type of thing that would ignite like a, what constitutes a sandwich, what constitutes a new metal record type argument, which we can't have for hours. No, right. We cannot. But, uh, Well, well, that's the whole purpose of the canon, right? Is to try to separate that so that we say this is what it is. Right. But when I hear, I, I, I'm jumping ahead too far. Well, well, I mean, the funny thing is, I, I, I'll bring it up now since I'm thinking about it and we're talking about it, is that the initial idea behind the canon was just finding the best stuff. That was all the thought we had when we started, was we just want the best stuff. But now we've run into so many albums that are are more of like a situation of, oh, is this even new metal? Which was not a debate that I ever initially thought that we would have. I always thought it would be pretty cut and dry. But now it's one that we talk about a lot is we get these records and we're like, is this new metal? It's got a whiff of butt. It's got a whiff of this. It's got some metal core. And um, yeah, so I know what you mean. I mean, this one definitely has this. The thing is that it's definitely a record where they like they did a whole definitely new metal record and they're trying to punch away from that. But it's still enveloping them in a lot of ways. So it keeps showing up. So I feel like this run of down again, pure hatred, dehumanizing process is like a big new metal run in the record, personally. Hmm. So um, I wrote my notes. We have Chug for this song. <laughs> we, have we have Chug. Chug. Matt, and I it, have good yeah. news for you. Uh, according to commenter Pestilence427 on songmeanings.com, best song ever live. The only time I seen two wall of deaths in one song. Yeah. This album don't fuck around. Only one of the best songs ever could cause two walls of death at the same time. The greatest chorus of any song ever. History of music. That's right. Anything, Let me tell you. Anything when, Motown ever did. Sorry. Goodbye. Heard it through uh, the what vine? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, has Billie Jean ever caused two walls of death? I don't think so. His Billy Joel? Uh-uh. Bruce no. Springsteen? Go to bed. Elton John? Take a nap. <laughs> Meatloaf? I'm flushing you down the fucking toilet, bud. Whoa! <laughs> Meatloaf, get back in the cafeteria. We That's right. David Bowie, we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm uh, here the whole time. <laughs> Who's that guy? Oh, he, David Bowie is now in Chimera because they've changed their lineup so many times. 
They don't even know he's in the band. He's just there. Uh, that's fine. Ghost Bowie. Well, you didn't, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's my terrible David Bowie. It's, it's good. Like he's it's here. Good. It's like he's here. Rest in peace. Uh, all right. Up next, we've got Crawl. Ear holes. That's right. Welcome to another episode of Very Cantrell. <laughs> God. No, 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 no. That's my review of this song. That's a hard pass from <laughs> Jen and Matt. Uh, in my notes, I wrote a nice Allison Change grind vibe. Love it. Also gives me a little Pantera vibe as well. Um, once again, another song that when I heard it, I said. More for me. More for you. <laughs> Indeed. Mm-mm. All right. Oh, God. The title of this next song fucking kills me, uh, which I didn't mean as a pun, but it's called Stig Murder. Yeah, you love it, Very Cantrell, we know. This week on Very Cantrell, we're talking about Buggy Depot! <laughs> Here's 10 seconds. Oh, oh man. It's a, it's, um, it's, a, it's a journey. A journey I was glad to take, but I know a journey for you, Jenny, that was full of betrayal. It was. We start uh, with the sound of a murder. <laughs> yeah. Which you're like, sure, okay. That's a way to start a song, right? Yeah, I was fine with it. Then it goes into a killer Slipknot-esque riff. A little squeal on it. Drums are kicking. You're like, yeah, all right. We roll into that chorus. Smooth boy. Allison Chains. 
And I said, Jenny is going to fucking hate this. You were right. You know me so well. Uh, Yeah, fuck that chorus, man. I didn't need that. It's, uh, well, okay. This song is, uh, other than the chorus being terrible, it's really, really funny to me. Um, the first verse of this song reads like poetry. Read, read it. It's amazing. It's, um, you decide what age the person who wrote this was, but, uh, ever want to commit murder, feel the rush as you kill, looking into dead eyes, collecting their last thoughts. Sometimes I feel no remorse. Sometimes I want to taste. Why am I so different than those who can just do it? I roll. It's called stig murder. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, this is something that you would, I mean, you wouldn't find something like this. I don't think I ever is, wrote Is there any about. allusion to the mark of a murderer in that song? Um, I don't think so. I mean, you get some, uh, you cannot fuck with me mm-hmm. like you have in the past. This time I will stop you dead in your fucking tracks. Yeah, eventually uh, they like build up the courage mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. It's the journey. Yeah. Right. I so, thought, um, congrats. I thought Zem, Zem Magic Master, Z Magic Master over in the comments put it best. They said someone obviously got on the wrong side of this guy. Not wrong. Not wrong. All right. Well, it looks like the evolution is continuing here. Uh, up next, we've got a song called Eyes of a Criminal. Yep, 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 yep. You overstepped your boundaries. Matt, you have overstepped your boundaries. And now you are forever trapped staring through the eyes of a criminal. I asked you not to call me past 10 p.m. That is the level of like... When I said I couldn't go out, I meant it, <laughs> but you still texted. <laughs> I wrote uh. my name on that pad tie. You ate it. You crossed me. <laughs> I have to be at work early, but you keep calling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i also wrote the overstep your boundaries is my favorite line in the song um 
Yeah. I mean, good on him for knowing, like, hey, you always step your boundaries, buddy. Yeah, sometimes boundaries are important. And you know, sometimes directness meet. is important. I agree. I do, though, feel like um, they just sort of like rant. I understand that these songs are probably not written and recorded chronologically, but it, I started to feel like they just ran out of lyrics, which made I was thinking that the second time I listened to this and then the, it made me laugh even harder at the last track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, oh, my God, like, are they just like run, they just giving up? What's happening here? They well, were this used- week in the beginning. They they used a lot of there there is a sense of like they really doubled down and just like a lot of piss and vinegar and anger. They use a lot of fucks on that one song. And you know, yeah, sometimes you just get, get a little tuckered out. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then I you're know little- you saw me draw the line between our seats, friend. But you crossed it. I put that chair out where I shoveled and you parked there anyway. Cross that boundary. Don't do it. Chimera will come for you. How respectful of our time is this record? Uh, this record clocks in at 5902, uh, 6330 with the bonus track, but we don't have to listen to that. Cause I, yeah, because I know that we're coming to the end of the record and there is the special edition online, which yeah. has a ton of songs, but it looks like the Original one ended at Implements of Destruction. That's right. Correct. Okay. okay, perfect. So we're close. We close. All right. Up next, we've got Overlooked. certainly aggressive they are my favorite line i know i'm not insane take a look in my eyes wow oh that sounds Mm-mm. like something an insane person would say they would i'm not crazy look, look at, at my eyes. eyes look oh. at my eyes hey I, i'm not crazy and also don't talk to other people about me like what why were you talking about me yeah, go ahead and tell all your friends how crazy I am. I don't even care. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, tell I them how crazy. Tell, tell them, them how crazy. crazy I am. Why am I dating oh. both of you at the same time? That's a great wow. question. Why yeah, are you dating yeah. both of us at the same time? Who's the crazy one now? Huh? You're crazy. You're, You're right. Crazy. I'm a fucking psycho. Oh shit! Uh, we gotta get out of here. Both of his eyebrows pierced. He's wearing a flame shirt. How do we overlook it? We never saw the librette. It's covered by his beard. Yeah. Oh, he has a split tongue. (laughs) 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 Oh, he plays (laughs) the lizard. (laughs) Ripley's, believe it or not. He plays the lizard. (laughs) He plays a lizard. (laughs) 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 He just 
just blows into his gecko and ah! pretends it makes a sound. <laughs> he hates this. <laughs> I'm a psycho. He's killed several lizards. His Definitely. parents are concerned. Mm-hmm. He's banned from Larry's house of pets. Yep, he can't go back there. Or Petco. Mm. Jenny, we're on the last track. We are. Oh, my God. This one is called Implements of Destruction. TNT. Bye bye, Bridge. These are the implements of destruction. The bridge falls down. These are my implements of destruction. No one will cross the gorge. I have a hammer. You're stuck. You need a 4 by 4 You can't leave. Flat tires. Good night. These are the implements. <laughs> All right. What the fuck is this song? I don't know, but that was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard, you guys. <laughs> well, we weren't going to Alice in Chains you, bro. I was just like, that was, I could listen to this. I mean, there's no lyrics on this song. And now I thought it didn't need them. We should send I, it to these guys. Yeah. Hey. hey. You guys are reunited. Ever think about a spoken word thought jam? Yeah. Oh, this is the, the hidden track. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a canyon jam. It's a, it's a rocker with some jamming in parts, but some nice riffage. I enjoyed it as an outro. It's a little long. It's uh, it's believe- an, got another twelve minutes to go. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's uh, thirteen long. minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, so um, it's a, it's it's a touch long. Why not ninety? Said uh, one of the best instrumentals out there. I think it would be ruined with lyrics. Well, I don't know. You haven't heard <laughs> ours yet. And I will leave a link to this episode <laughs> on that comment. See if Why Not 90 responds. It's been since 2009, so why not about nine years later? Perfect. Rethink it. Rethink yeah. it. All right. That is the impossibility of reason. We did it. We listened to it. We did. It leaves only one thing to do. Canon talk. Uh, yeah. You always do that, Lauren. I felt so weird when I did it. <laughs> you I you did great. Excellent. You did great. <sighs> I started walking across the bridge and just had to keep going. Uh, mm-hmm. Lauren, I, I really want to know what you think about this because I haven't made up my mind yet. <laughs> um, all right. So I'll go for my notes here. Uh, this album clicks for me after track three. Like I like the beginning, but like track three and on, it just really clicks into place for me. It gets more new metal and groove metal, and I love it. Uh, I don't think the whole thing is new metal front to back, uh, but down again, pure hatred and the dehumanizing process feel essential. All right. So I know how you feel about some of those songs. One of those songs, definitely. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Jenny. (laughs) 
Yeah. You know, when I was sitting here listening to it, and I, I brought up that question of like, how much of this sandwich is new metal? It was because I was very torn. Unlike the My Ticket Home record, which was very aggressive in the same style that I think this record is, that record stayed in the pocket a lot mm-hmm. more of of what I consider new metal. Um, whereas this definitely was at the fringes of the things that I would consider new metal. That being said, I don't know. I would think I would be remiss. Ugh, I, I hate saying that, but I, I I think it would be a mistake to say nothing goes in. Yeah. Because I think there are definitely tracks on here that should just be in the canon. But is it just a couple of tracks or is it the whole thing? Because it's a 2003 record in the come down pain a last tribute to the style before you know we've had records like that in the come down where we say you know this was their last new metal record that went into their new sound i'm trying to think of one and of course i can't because i can't remember anything yeah, i can't the, think of any either yeah but i know we've had this conversation before oh yeah. definitely and I, I and i feel like when that when we have this conversation more often than not we err on the side of put it in with a caveat of this, you know, that or the other thing. You know, those the the classic three, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But but then there's another part of me that's like, but really? The whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm like, not the whole thing. Yeah, I couldn't I feel like, yeah, there's there's too many bits on it that are just like seriously not new metal that i couldn't see putting the whole thing in but i mean for me that run of down again pure hatred and dehumanizing process just feels new metal as fuck and i believe one of those songs was deemed one of the best songs ever made i think one that of those was songs? A, that was a mistake <laughs> oh oh okay oh i'm sorry oh, okay. uh no it wasn't i'm just being a dickhead um i could i i can't in good conscience say yes to down again because i hated it so much that's fair unless matt strongly believes that down again should go in the canon in which case i will allow it uh just uh for the sake of argument because this is sometimes people's first time hearing this as well as my my own first time hearing it this is down again Aww. oh okay <laughs> and then so this will be my Fifth time hearing how again now. But then it goes, it Allison changes me. Yes. In the, yeah, you're I'm never going to win an Allison change. Like, I, would I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's like not new metal. I just don't think that anybody should have to hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I could see, though, pure hatred and the dehumanizing process. I agree that I think at least some of it should go in. I did like this record overall. Um, I The Allison Chains bits obviously weren't for me. Um, and I do think that a lot of it, I, it, if it felt more cohesive or essential in some way, then like I could see putting the whole thing in, even if it like strayed far from new metal right. in some areas, but because it's like 
I feel like you get hit with a lot of things out of nowhere and not in a way that seems like it's on purpose. Just seems mm. sort of like they're trying to figure it out. Maybe when, more so. I don't know. Like I could some, be wrong when about somebody that. when somebody crosses a boundary, maybe. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. A lot of boundaries are crossed here. But I, I couldn't really put the whole thing in, I don't think, even though I did enjoy listening to it, um, even though I was Alice in Chains. Um, but pure hatred and the dehumanizing process, I could Yeah, I can't go with down again, not just because I get Alice in Chains, but that's usually a big one for me. Uh but the the piano intro is a is a hefty it's it's like 45 50 seconds on that one mm-hmm. so that's a, that's a little too much to call it essential in my mind down again goes into the lauren kozlowski canon All right. and pure hatred and the dehumanizing process enter the new metal canon congratulations Chimera. welcome back and uh there you have it that is another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Listen to every episode of Roach Coach at roachcoach.com. Send us an email with your recommendations. We'll be getting a lot of good racks from people over at the email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. People have been sending me stuff that I've never fucking heard of. I was like, what is this? What is this thing you sent me? And it's, I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you guys. I found this one. Clearly, English is a second language. Perfect. I kind of loved it. I think we're going to have to do it soon. All right. I I listened to it. I said, yeah, I think this 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 is worthy of discussion. Never heard of these guys. No Wikipedia. But God damn it. Lauren. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a plug. You just said discussion. Oh, I, I did. I, I need to plug that I was just recently on an episode of uh, one of our favorite podcasts over here, Discography Discussion. Yes. Uh, where I talk about uh, one of my favorite bands that a lot of people don't like, Mindless Self-Indulgence. I had a great time over there. Um, the, the boys took care of uh, me, so I appreciate that. Uh, check out Discography Discussion wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, yeah, it is uh, it is fun to hear Matt geek out over mindless self indulgence. Um, you know, you really were in your element, Matt. Yeah, you really were. <laughs> you were just like, the chains are free. <laughs> I get to talk about this man. <laughs> All right. All right. Until next time, Jenny. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye. How long will I be restrained? It's a